everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Fangirl Confessional. Uh, it is my lovely voice here tonight, Shannon, not not Lizzie's. Unfortunately, uh, she couldn't join us this evening. However, I am joined almost at almost always, whatever, uh, <laughs> by Andrea. Hello, Andrea. How are you? Pretty good. Interesting introduction right there. You almost Let's, forgot what you were about to say. Listen, I, I <laughs> couldn't remember how to string words together. I just got off an eight-day work week, and, uh, and in America, we have a holiday this week. Yes, that's why Lizzie's not here. She's going to be flying, yes. so safe travels to her. Yes, hopefully she gets there safe. By the time all of you listen to this, she's going to already be back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's just the two of us tonight, and... Given that, you know, Liz isn't here, we figured we would talk about something that is more our purview than Lizzie's, uh, which is video games. Uh, tonight we are going to be discussing video games, uh, something that Andrea and I both hold near and dear to our hearts. But oh, first, yeah. as always, we have to have a we have to have a little uh, a little heart to heart. We have to we have to have a little honest discussion. Uh, about what we like to call our safe space. So, uh, Andrea, uh, why don't you tell our listeners about this wonderful thing that we never talk about ever called the safe space? So, safe space is all about you giving us your opinions and then we making you feel like your opinions don't matter. (laughs) Oh, wow, okay. That's nice. kidding it's the opposite so we want to make this a space where you can give us your thoughts your ideas and we want to be able to look at things through different eyes because our opinions are different from yours and we want to make sure that you're feeling like um your thoughts matter and your opinions matter um when it comes to movies when it comes to shows when it comes to even video games we might have different opinions as to why we love specific things and why we don't so just be open about that and never feel like we're judging you based on your preferences or based on the things you don't like in video games. Yeah. Very well put. So, um we're going to we're going to start with our general discussion of video games with what do we look for in video games? Andrea, when when you're hankering for a good good game to play right when you when you've got nothing on your hands but time what game do you what kind of games do you look for um i look for games that make me ask what is going to happen next it, it has to really grab me in the trailer it has to be visually appealing um i have to enjoy the little bit they give us of the story in order to be hooked um obviously the visuals we can talk about games that don't have the best visuals but they have amazing stories so um that's not always something to base my desires to play a game on um also the music i think that music has a way to just wrap you into the world and make you feel different things um so those are just two of the things that i look for in game and just if i like the genre yeah what about uh, you shannon huh 
I mean, it's hard. I play such a wide range of games. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I listen to what people are playing. I'm a bigger fan of, like, I like open world stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like tedious, but like I like getting lost in an open world game. Um, but I also like stories. I like playing games that I could watch if I weren't playing them. Like I'm, I'd still be interested in like watching it as like a movie or a show. For sure. Uh, like it's something I don't necessarily have to be playing to enjoy, and I look for an amazing story. Uh, I look for amazing characters. Um, the fastest way to get me to check out a game is if your protagonist, or at least one of your, like, two main protags is, like, a woman. Not saying that, like, that's the only thing that, dra- like, pulls me in, but, like, you're going to get my attention. Because, uh, you know, I- I- growing up, all the all the playable heroes were male, except for, like, Lara Croft. So, you know... That's been changing and it's been wonderful and like a good chunk of my fave games. You can either play as a woman or one of the main characters is a woman and most of them are like more recent. But eh, exciting time for sure. Oh, yeah, there's been a lot more games and they're being introduced a lot more often. Yeah. Yeah. So as always, we're going to try and start. Well, here's what we did this time. We put the things we don't like in the middle so we can like have a great conversation and then dip down to a bad conversation and go back (laughs) up. So uh, we obviously we're going to start with games we love. Um, And I cannot talk about video games without talking about The Last of Us. Oh, yes. Which I think is one of the greatest like games of the last few years, if not one of the greatest games in general. With the cast, the story, the characters, the, the music, the, the music. Oh, my God. <sighs> I can hear it in my head right now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, they got like a, a famous composer to do the soundtrack. It was. um, Oh, God. I, I, Gustavo. I can never say his last name, though. It's like Santa Lala. Yes, it's Gustavo Santawala. Santawala. Um, Where is he from? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I figured you'd be interested in looking at where he's from. Uh, He's from Argentina. Okay. Um, He's he's most well known for like his guitar pieces. Oh, they're beautiful. Obviously, The Last of Us, if you played it, you know, the soundtrack is full of guitar. It features heavily features uh, acoustic guitar. Um, And he actually performed at E3 last year when PlayStation actually started their presentation in um, a tent that they made to look like a setting from The Last of Us Part Two. And he he opened up the night by playing. And it's one of the most captivating opening uh, credits, let alone opening Mm -hmm. title music for The Last of Us. That the song it. 
there's so little to it and it's so simple Mm -hmm. that it just draws you makes you reflect and it just also there's that sense of like heaviness when you listen to it and and it's so beautiful I he does a fantastic job with so like so little it's definitely one of those instances of a soundtrack that like it adds to the story without overpowering the story like it it complements it so well yes without being completely overpowering and um like because the the story is like it's quiet Mm -hmm. it's sad and it's hard and it's not you know it's not (laughs) you don't expect there to be this loud powerful music in it because of the type of story it tells and the music for it just uh is just so perfect now I'm going to have to go listen to Last of Us uh, <laughs> yeah. score when we leave tonight. Um, but also, like, all my faves are in it. And I'll never, I don't think I'll ever get over Nolan North's uh, appearance in that game. I still mm-hmm. can't believe it's him to this day. Um, and I actually, I need to keep going through my my play, my second playthrough of it. But uh, what a, it's a it's a near per it, it to me, it's perfect, if not near perfect. Yes. And it, it I the the end still affects me to this day. Like that's that kind of game. And uh I'll I'll get into how excited I am for the for part two when we get to what we're looking forward to. But I love The Last of Us. Troy Baker. Can you believe that was Troy Baker? <laughs> Troy Baker is amazing. He's, He's the sweetest person you'll ever meet. Um I had the pleasure of meeting him two years ago and honestly like such a blessing such a sweetheart i, I mean, love him he and nolan are like those two are the most notable people yeah i mean troy baker shows up in everything and he sounds yeah. different in everything because we're gonna a bunch he's in a bunch of the games on our list mm-hmm. and you never know it's him until you look it up yeah. like he's that good um so yeah i just oh, i love the last of us all right so um, another game that is in both of our lists, so I'll just tackle those first, is Mass Effect. Yeah. But one in particular, there's the three Mass Effects, plus there's Andromeda. I've not played Andromeda yet, but that's on my list to, to um, play. Mass Effect 2 is the most iconic one for me. I feel like... In this one, they captured the essence of every decision that you make will impact every decision moving forward. Um, one of the best parts is the ending when like, you have to remember why your characters are who they are and how they can impact the final vision. And honestly, if you screw up, if you do not know your characters very well, you will kill them. And and it's such a, you feel the adrenaline because you're just like, go, go, go. Okay. Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And it's so exciting. Um, so that, I think that was the highest point of mass effect. Um, the story was captivating. I just, I love the whole entire world of mass effect. And I, I can talk about it a million different ways. Um, I guess since we're in Mass Effect right now, I will say that although it's not my favorite, um, I respect it. Mass Effect 3 is not one. It it let me down. I felt like it didn't do 
the series, the trilogy justice after Mass Effect 2 and how amazing it was. I felt like they were trying to rush the story way too much. And at the end, they did not have any closure or as much closure as I wanted. I will say that one of the most notable sound piece, like soundtracks in this one is um, it's called Leaving Earth. And that's pretty much in like the trailer and stuff like that. It's a piano piece and I love it. It's when the Reapers are coming down. One of my favorites. Um, Mass Effect 3 again. It's bittersweet. I think that it also upsets me because it's the final one. And I feel like we should have had a better send off. But it's still one of my like the best games I've ever played. Shout out to uh, EA Games for screwing up Mass Effect 3. (laughs) It's true. They wanted the game and Bioware wanted more time. And they said, no, might have had a better game. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I, I love Mass Effect. And Mass Effect kind of has gotten me to where I am right now. It's, uh, you know, one of my favorite characters of all time is Kaden Alenko. Oh, yes, um, Kaden. Yeah. And, you know, I I started playing Mass Effect at a time when I was, like, figuring out a lot about myself. And so Kaden Alenko meant a lot to me in that sense. Um, but also just I, I love this this found family of, of people from all over this the Milky Way galaxy and just coming together to to stop this like mysteriously and terrifyingly massive threat yeah um i i i love mass effect and uh i haven't here's my confession for this week i still haven't played mass effect 3 i have a very good reason it's because uh i accidentally uh i screwed up with my final mission in my first playthrough of mass effect 2 and I wanted to go back and replay it and and not screw up. So uh, I also have a rival now. So I'm also oh, going to yes. play a rival. Um, and now then I'm going to finally play Mass Effect 3. I have the collection, so I can pretty much play it whenever I want. Um, yeah, but, I, I do too. Yeah. So but the other thing is, and uh, just because you haven't played it, and I'm not going to say what happens in it, but... Unlike a good chunk of the fandom, I love Mass Effect Andromeda. I thought it was great. I was excited <laughs> to have an open world Mass Effect game uh, that had a different focus um, and explored new places. Mm-hmm. I loved all the characters. The game was visually stunning. Uh, it probably was another victim of EA Games um, because EA Games is an evil, evil, evil company. Um <laughs> But I love Mass Effect Andromeda. I have so much Mass Effect Andromeda stuff. I have like two Pathfinder hoodies, right? I love Mass Effect Andromeda. So I don't care what anyone else says. It's a great game, Andrea, and you should play it. I will play it. I'm never swayed by people's opinions on video games. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like some people like will read reviews and that sways their focus. I'm not like that. I like Again, it's such a good series and it holds a deep in my heart. So I will most definitely take a look at it. I just haven't had the time. I mean, the thing was, the issue with Andromeda was a lot of fans hated it before it ever even came out. Yeah. Because they wanted more... Shepherd stories. And yeah. that's fair enough, but like I don't there 
there's a very good chance, just like every trilogy, that when you add a fourth one in the same time period with yeah. the same characters, that you could screw it up. And it also could have been a bad game. Well, I so, mean, I feel like they saw the repercussions of the third one and they didn't want to just. It's a divisive ending, yeah. And half the people killed their shepherds. So, like, yeah. God forbid you put out a fourth game with Shepherd. Yeah. And people are like, no, I killed my shepherd. Like, I did this. There's so many different people with so many different endings that they would have to make so many different beginnings. Yeah. So I can understand why it's difficult to do that. But I thought Andromeda was a, an incredible, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, a, a beautiful stepping stone for for the the universe of Mass Effect. And I, I hope they make another one because I still have so many questions. And uh, it sucked that the fandom went after it before it ever even came out. Uh, mm -hmm. For all various reasons of their own, but I, I don't think it's very fair to judge a game before it even comes out, even before reviews come out, just because right. it's not the kind of game you want. And a lot of those fans are attacking Anthem because it's not a quote-unquote Bioware game. It's like, yo, let Bioware make what they want, man. Let them yeah. grow. So I have a lot of feelings about Mass Effect and Bioware, but uh, anyway, I love the three that I've played. <laughs> Just like Andrea. <laughs> yes. She I also will loves say the three that she's played. Garrus Vicarian and Morden Solas have a special place in my heart. Yes. I, I love them both. I have a stuffed grunt upstairs that when I carry <laughs> him cute. around, I call him my Krogan son. Oh, that's. Oh, <laughs> I, I love didn't the Krogan. put it on my list, but I do want to shout out Dragon Age. I've only played Inquisition, but I have all the games. And. Uh, I, I love them too. I love what Bioware does with their games. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see what, what the next Dragon Age game is because I'm pretty sure they're working on it right now. <laughs> also, yeah, Cullen Rutherford is my boyfriend. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Moving oh, on. I will say that I can probably put this game um, with Mass Effect uh, because it it. it open world like like you can make decisions and based on your decisions your character goes light or dark yeah. um there's star wars the old republic oh it's also by um yeah. yeah so um i've been playing that game it, again it it pulls on my heartstrings because it is like Mass Effect and I really enjoy just being able to do a lot of missions and adventures and you build a story and just the cutscenes are similar to what Mass Effect is all about. So I'm really enjoying that game and I'm currently playing it. So yes. My next uh, big old love game is the Dishonored series. Uh, I haven't played Death of the Outsider yet, but I, I'm, I'm probably going to love it. Um, Dishonored, I think, for me, is one of my top uh, world-building games. Their world-building is insane. Arcane is just... They're out, they're out of their minds over at Arcane. <laughs> this, this game has so much detail. Or the, both game series, like, they, they built this entire world and all this lore that you can find in-game, and it's one of the most beautiful game series I've ever played. Um... And I love all the characters and I love everything about it. It's such a dark and terrible place. 
but the series is just so good and i like that i love the costuming in it the art is incredibly unique like the the art style um the casting is wild because they have all these like hollywood actors and it's so discreet like i think carrie fisher had a had a cameo if you let the first game if you made a decision a certain way because it's another game where like you have three endings you have the good ending the okay ending and then the chaos ending so there's a Mm -hmm. low chaos and high chaos and high chaos you get the bad ending and the world actually changes around you depending on which way you go like uh, the first game uh, there's like a rat plague right and if you kill a lot of people obviously the plague gets worse uh, because you're just leaving (laughs) bodies in the streets so um the world becomes dirtier and darker and deadlier uh the the worse you are as a character Mm -hmm. and it's it's so cool to watch and the fact that they even created their own game engine for the second game for dishonored 2 uh the void engine which is a a play on uh the void in the game it's just uh, i love i love dishonored um i i just i think it's just an incredibly well-built story and um, I, I would play anything Arcane puts out. I think they're incredible. I have more Arcane later on my list, but love them. I've never played Dishonored, but it sounds quite interesting. They're, they're really cool. I highly recommend them. Faux show. Faux show. Well, the next game, Tomb Raider, and this is not the old Tomb Raider. This is the the new games that have come mm, out. Square and, Enix ones. Yes. Uh, Square Enix has really good games. Um, I mean, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. Exactly. So, and I mean, those are, I mean, we can tie it in with Tomb Raider right now. But um, the first Tomb Raider was amazing. I, I loved it. Finished it 100%. Was able to collect everything. I just was so devoted to this game i loved uh laura um and i loved her story i felt so much pain for her what she was going through i will say tomb raider 2 was a little bit disappointing Mm. it felt like it was so much shorter i felt like i was able to dive deeper into the first game than in this one i didn't feel as fulfilled um so i am looking for the looking forward to the third game um hoping it brings me back and that's another thing i feel like people like after they have a bad experience with a game or with a series they'll stop playing it yeah you could have done that with um uncharted and like you don't get the closure you don't get to enjoy the game like um for uncharted and we've mentioned it before the first one second one were really really good the third one was a little bit of a letdown and then the fourth one just gives you closure again so i mean just continue playing it if you enjoyed it at first just have faith that they will try to bring it back right um so going with the square Enix, we have um kingdom hearts yeah love kingdom hearts i that's just my the bit the best thing that has ever happened <laughs> i mean just, shout out to them for adding a thousand more save points in kingdom hearts too because like <laughs> what a gift oh yes i kingdom hearts just it plays in again 
Disney and just the adventure, the magic, being able to be with Donald and Goofy and just exploring different worlds and their stories. It was just Mm -hmm. so fascinating how they did it. Kingdom Hearts, actually, I would argue, is the game that made me a gamer um, because that's when I got my first like platform that was just for me. Um, And it's when I really started buying games and uh, it, it dipped again for a while because obviously high school gets busy but like kingdom hearts was the thing that made me want to play video games like outside of pokemon mm-hmm. not that pokemon isn't like a video game because obviously it is but um it made me want to play more it made me want to branch out into other games and it actually led me to play a couple of other game series on my list like um another like we mentioned final fantasy i played final fantasy 10 and 10 too I loved uh, those two. Those yeah. are on my list too. All because I just loved Kingdom and Kingdom Hearts is is more my actual gate fighting style mm-hmm. than final. I hate waiting for my turn. Yes, like I'm too <laughs> impatient. I just want to run around and slash him. Yeah, and I so, completely agree with that. Especially as a kid, right? Like when I was when I was trying to play five. I played. I started Final Fantasy ten too first. Me and too. I, I went to that after Kingdom Hearts. I was like, what the heck? I have to, I have to wait? I, I loved it? Final Fantasy X-2. Like, that was a I girl. Yes. <laughs> Yuna, Riku, and Pain were, like, what I wanted to be. It was the most exciting thing. It was a girl's dream come true to just have this video game based on these three girls. Right. And I love changing their costumes. Yes. And it was just the, the, um, the music that plays at the beginning – Oh, mm-hmm. I learned the dance moves. I was just so into it. Um, then they have the song when she's performing in the rain. Yes. Like that made me cry. It I was know, just such so an emotional. emotional. Yes. And Final Fantasy X is just classic. Like They're, I love that one. Like to, and a lot. The thing is, is like especially ten two, ten ten as well, but more ten two. Those graphics of their full motion videos still Beautiful. stand. Still stand up. Yeah. Like you could you you could almost believe they were real people mm-hmm. down to the animation of the hair. Like Square Enix wasn't playing around. No, no, they, they did amazing. And it's I mean, the games are beautiful. The costumes are beautiful. The settings are beautiful. They just had they just had such like a, a fascinating vision. And the what fact was- they kept creating these worlds for Final Fantasy is just insane. Yeah. What was Riku's, I think, cousin, brother? Is that no? Um, it was a creepy one with a bunch of tattoos that was so in love with Yuna. Oh, uh, Riku. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it, it was well, a brother. Sister? Yeah, it was like, I think it was her brother. Yeah, and he would always like do this, like, woo, dancing thing. <laughs> he was so creepy. Yeah. I hated him. I just, they're just really beautiful games and. Oh man, and the music, like the soundtracks yes. are so good for all of them. I forget who is the hold on, who is the composer for most of the Final Fantasy games, including Kingdom Hearts? It's like I think I know who, who I think it is. I know, but I need to see. I need to see for myself. Kingdom Hearts. Uh it's Yokoshimo. Yes. Yeah. 
did he does uh did almost all the music for Final Fantasy. I don't know if he still does. Mm. But um like just so beautiful, you know. Oh, there's no Uematsu as well. You guys have the same composers, honestly. Uh, a lot of the game companies. But it's just so oh, so good. I now uh, like after I'm done here, I'm just gonna be listening to a bunch of video game soundtracks. <laughs> right? I'm just gonna that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I wish um the thing is is like I bought the the remaster of Final Fantasy X and X2 for PlayStation 3 before they released them for PlayStation 4. My brother got me the PlayStation 4 one. (laughs) Yeah, I regret it so bad. If they're ever on super sale, I might get them for my PlayStation 4 because, like, going back and forth. My PlayStation 3 is up in my room, so I can have a DVD player in my room. But all my video games are down here, and I chill down here, so it's like, ugh. But yeah, they those were really formative games for me. They made me want to play video games. Mm-hmm. They were beautiful and captivating. Yeah. That's what I loved. And and the characters are so memorable. And I I still can't believe that one day they sat down. And we're like, you know, what would make a Final Fantasy game amazing? Disney characters. Yeah. Like I, just, <laughs> <laughs> like I wish I could have been in that meeting and the way that they named it, which was uh, the naming contest and the kid, the one kid that was like Kingdom Hearts. That's why the name doesn't make any sense. But it's so good. Yeah, I love it. It just it's amazing. It was meant to be. And I, I love Kingdom Hearts. I really want to get the collection that they're re-releasing as all three games for PlayStation yes. 4. Uh, I, I don't know how much it is, but I'll buy it um because my square enix owns my soul um but yeah what what amazing games what what amazing series that they have and i just want to remind for all my american listeners um it's been we've had three presidents since the last kingdom hearts game came out yeah and, and and two of them served two terms so like it's been a long time And finally, in January, the wait is freaking over. When I was at New York Comic Con, when I was at New York Comic Con, you could play it. You could play Kingdom Hearts 3. And I literally looked at it. I was like, oh, my God, it is real. Like, I thought they were (laughs) pulling my leg. And when they were like, oh, yeah, January. Nope, there it is. Big Hero 6, Toy Story. Uh, Monsters Inc. Frozen. Frozen. Oh, Monsters Inc. I am so excited for it. They can turn into they turn into monsters. Yes. So yeah, I'm I'm excited and I can't wait to see it on like updated game engines. It's gonna look amazing. It's beautiful. I I already know it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be great. All right, Shannon, what's next? So I'm just highlighting what we've already talked about, so I don't read it again by accident. Oh, oh, okay. So this is one of I'm gonna talk about the two series that got me back into gaming, and this is one of them. The Uncharted series. Nathan Drake is just a babe. Nathan Drake is so important. (laughs) Nathan Drake is so important. Um, (laughs) For so many reasons. Um, Nathan Drake actually informed what I look for in male characters now. So like, if you ever wonder, like, why does Shannon like all the, they're all dark haired. They all respect women. And if a woman tells them what to do, they do it. (laughs) <laughs> um and they're tall those are, those are the interesting men, i haven't those are the really male characters i look for and like they're not hyper masculine 
right? He's not. He's not. They're they're chill. They they have they they're in touch with their emotional side. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I just love him. I don't know. Like I, I haven't him. thought too deep into it. But well, I mean, looking back, I'm not saying that I think I thought too about when I was playing it. <laughs> I just love I just him. There, like. When I'm playing it, I'm too busy trying to shoot the 50,000 people they're sending after oh, me. That's my to think favorite about, part. Wow. He's so in touch with his feminine side. Like, <laughs> <laughs> too busy shooting people. Um, I love Uncharted. I love Naughty Dog. Yes. Naughty I, Dog does amazing games, too. Their games are incredible. Their soundtracks and their visuals or their uh, graphics are always on point. Their yeah. stories are always amazing, except for like, I'll go into it. But um, Uncharted, I I grew up watching in Indiana Jones was one of my favorite characters, one of my favorite movie series, and I'm like Nathan Drake is like the modern modern that like he loves mm-hmm. history, like not not only does he like obviously like looking for treasure, but he love he has a passion for history, and and truth and fact. Uh, just like Indiana Jones did. But also like what I love about Nathan, what I love about the Uncharted games is there's very little heads up display. So it looks like you're playing an action movie, all of them. Uh, and I think that's what I, what I love most of all, because like now I am the Indiana Jones character. Exactly. I'm propelling yes. that story uh, and all the characters are so compelling, you know, not only Nathan, but Sully um elena chloe mm-hmm. sam oh chloe pissed me off a little bit i i, I know she's just a strong something. woman and she don't care she is n- she's no tough she's to been some some crap yeah that lady i just oh i don't know she i think that because of the relationship that she had with nathan i do not like her because oh, nathan is elena's and i just i can't yeah, but you can't you can't judge a woman by the man she wants to bang <laughs> that's that's feminism <laughs> plus i just Plus, I've heard I haven't I have um the DLC uh what's it called Lost uh Oh I Lost wanna Legacy. play it. I have it and apparently you get some very like bi vibes from her. Interesting. But I haven't played it yet, so I can't say for certain. But I love I love Chloe. I think she's great. <laughs> she's and I bad. love it like she t- she's not interested in Nathan as a boyfriend either. She's like just f- <laughs> i'll beat that out i'm not cutting that out because i thought that was i i loved my delivery of that uh, um but that's it literally she's like you're too complicated i don't want you and it's like but i enough. want your <laughs> and he's also in love with elena so like <laughs> she respects that i think she respects elena more than she does nathan oh i completely agree percent but um all the care and and like sam I love Troy Baker, but like, I don't like how they made Sam happen. I don't like it. I don't like well, all the retconning they did with that. Yeah. But I love Uncharted I, 4. Uncharted 4 is like amazing. It was an incredible send off. Mm-hmm. And it's like Uncharted 3 is my least favorite. I thought it was the weakest one of the four. Um, with the second one being the best. No one argue with me. I'm right. The second no, one is the best. No, it's the first one. <laughs> 
No. Those second- creatures. Those creatures were so scary Being to like. Being out doesn't make a game the best. Andrea. No, it was amazing. I, the adrenaline rush. Oh, my gosh. I just think two in like a lot of second games on these lists improved from the first one. I agree. And this was a huge. Well, this is one of them. The, the story. The fact that it started in the middle was it mm-hmm. was awesome. I thought that was one of my that was one of the coolest things. And Uncharted did that again with um Uncharted 4. Yeah. But yeah, there's the retconning they did to add Sam. I thought it was it was a little cheap. Um it felt felt the I didn't like it, you know. Cuz it's like, yo, now you're basically saying he abandoned his brother. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, Second of all, you're taking away from the relationship that Nathan had with Sully, I think. Because they, I agree. By adding Sam, they kind of made Elena and Sully less of a priority when in the other games, they were always the most important things in his life. Yeah. And so by adding his brother, it kind of like it took away from it and you could feel it when you were playing the game. And yes, it put him in conflict with them and in conflict is super important in video in, in stories, let alone video games. But uh, it just felt bad. It felt bad. But the game is amazing. Yeah. And Troy Baker is amazing. Put him in Nolan North in every video game, basically. But those games mean so much to me. I have so much, like, I cosplay Nathan a lot. Not as much as I used to, but I I cosplay him a lot. Um, It's one of my favorite game series, and I definitely have a thousand more positives to say about than I do negatives, but... Yeah, yeah. I think about I love that a lot. Uncharted. It's so good. And I want to. I need to. I mean, I think I only have one more game left in my replay of the Uncharted series, and that's Uncharted Four. Of yes. course it is. And then I can play. Well, I also have to play Lost Legacy now because I have it. Oh yeah, it's the and only that's Uncharted. One of the ones. Well, except for the Vita game. There's another. There's a PS Vita game. So I've. I only haven't played those two. I played all of them. Well, when it comes to Naughty Dog, um, they also made a, a trilogy. I think it's a, just a trilogy. Um, Jack and Daxter. Mm. Um, I love Jack and Daxter. It, the second and third game are, have a little bit more of mature content because of Daxter. He's such yeah. a... He's more like the Ted or the Detective Pikachu of the, the series. <laughs> he's like, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, like he's just, he's such a dirty little monster or whatever <laughs> he is. It's so funny. Um, but I love the story. It's it's yeah. captivating. It's a lot of fun. It's very unique. Um, and the changes that Jack goes through at the experiment on him and just him being a young boy to the monster that he becomes. It's just an amazing story. Mm. Um, I would recommend it um, to anybody. Um, just play Jack and Daxter. It's a lot of fun. It's funny. It's sad. It's just everything. Mm. Um, what do you have next? It's your turn. Well, I already put Jack and Daxter, oh, okay. but I can go again if you want. All right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go again. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll do this one briefly because I shouldn't have to explain anything about this. Uh, and there are other games I'd rather spend more time on. But Pokemon. <laughs> gotta catch them all. Got, gotta catch them all. <laughs> um, I mean, this is obviously like a lot of kids who were born in the 90s. Pokemon was one of my first games. 
Um, I've played almost every single generation of Pokemon. Uh, except for like, and I've only played only one of the remakes. I do want to go back and play uh, the remakes of Ruby and Sapphire. Um, and I'm really excited for Let's Go Pikachu slash Eevee. Uh, but I Pokemon like every I've played Snap. I've played uh, what's it called? I played Pinball. I played the Tetris one. Puzzle Puzzle League. I've played um, Pokemon Stadium. Did I say Stadium? No, you didn't. But that's the one I couldn't remember a second ago. Pokemon Stadium. I played every Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Uh, it means so much to me. I'm really excited for Detective Pikachu, no matter what anybody says, even though I question the casting of Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really love Pokemon. I play Pokemon Go a little bit. It's just it's a game that I grew up with and I'm still happy to play to this day. I, I do have, uh, I think, Pokemon Sun that I'm still playing because mm -hmm. uh, I stopped because I, I don't know. I stopped playing video games on the train. I love Pokemon. Uh, I grew up with it and it means a lot to me. And I don't know. I almost don't know a world without Pokemon. And I think it's one of those things that was really good for us. It was something that brought the whole world together. The kids of the world were brought together by Pokemon and the fact that we have a live action movie coming out over 20 years after the game came out is kind of insane. But it looks awesome. I, I can't wait for Detective Pikachu. I'm really excited. I, I love Pokemon, but I stopped after uh, Generation 2. Mm. Um, I just, I, I did not like the Pokemon after Generation 2. Generation 2 was my favorite after Generation 1. Yeah, Silver um, was my favorite game, I think. Pokemon yes, Silver. yes. Mm. Pokemon Gold was the one that I had. Um, it was really funny because... But the story was better, too. Yes. Um, I remember my brother's birthday is October 7th, so... Um, he got his Game oh, Boy Color. I have Color. a fun story about Silver too. All right, you go first. Yeah, so he got Silver. Um, so no, 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 no. So he got his Game Boy Color oh, Game and Boy Color. Pokemon Yellow okay. uh, for his birthday, and I was so upset. I was <laughs> like, "This looks like the coolest thing. Like I wanted, mommy, I wanted." Like, and it, the games are in Spanish. The yeah. Pokemon Yellow that we have, it's in Spanish. It's so cool. Um, but so, so I was so upset and then October 18 came around and I got my Pokemon red and my red Game Boy color yeah. and I was the happiest person ever. Yeah. And that's not the first time I've done that where I see my brother get something and I'm like, I want it, I want oh, it. I did that, that. I did that with the Furby. My brother got a Furby first. I was so pissed off and it was during Christmas. Oh so we have this thing. Um, it's Christmas and then the three wise men. Um, so during Christmas, my brother got it and I was so upset because I wanted it. So then the three wise men, quote yeah, unquote, came and gave me my Furby and I was oh really happy. <laughs> well, um... Pokemon Silver came out right around my birthday uh, that year. I think it was a couple weeks before it came out. Uh, or a couple weeks after it came out. And my parents bought it for me because that's all I wanted. We went, to, we went to the Toys R Us around the corner and we bought it. And my dad said to me, Shannon, you cannot play this until your birthday. It is your birthday present. You, you cannot play it until your birthday. These fools 
made the mistake <laughs> of letting me keep it until my birthday. Now, mind you, God, I can't, I, I can't imagine I was older than 11, right? That could have, that was the oldest I could have possibly been when this came out. So I was young. These people gave me the game that I was very excited about and told me I could not play it till my birthday. What do you think happened? You were a good girl and you didn't play no, it. No, I played it and they took it away from me until my birthday. Uh, <laughs> they caught me. And that's so I sad. I couldn't play it till my birthday. They took it away. So I was like, well, first of all, it's not my fault because you gave your ADHD child with no impulse control her <laughs> birthday present early. You let her keep it. I don't know what you expected of her. You can't punish me for doing what's expected of me. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's just, I, I love stories like that. I love Pokemon stories because almost every kid of the 90s has a Pokemon story. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I loved it. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Eevee. Eevee? I just, yeah, I, I love Eevee. I have the favorite Pokemon. Who? Chansey. Psyduck? Oh, Chansey. It's because uh, Chansey was actually the first holographic card I ever got. So I have like an attachment to Chansey. Uh, if I had to pick like my favorite popular one, it'd probably be Pikachu. Oh, would be my favorite. I mean, Eevee's one of the most well-known Pokemon. I love Eevee. I Eevee's just... high up on my list too. A Togepi. Togepi. I love Togepi. Togepi was the best. <laughs> she had really good abilities. I love Togepi. <laughs> Togepi uh, was the best. Generation 2. Uh, Generation 2 had really, really cool yeah. Pokemon. I also love Vaporeon. Oh, yes. Mad yes. love for Vaporeon. <laughs> uh, we could have a whole episode devoted to We should to do Pokemon. an episode on Pokemon one day. <laughs> when Detective Pikachu comes out. <laughs> yes <laughs> all right you show on, yeah. and pokemon so next set of games um i will go with this one can go together shadow of the colossus and the last guardian mm. um such interesting games mm -hmm. uh shadow of the colossus is beautiful that's a remake um, too yeah that it, was a it, complete it, remake it was amazing. Um, just battling the Colossus and just the story and just the ending. Like, I love the twists that these two games have in the ending. The Last Guardian, it was really interesting because... Don't tell me. Um, I'm not going to spoil Thank what... God. what's. No, 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 I'm not. I've um, heard it's got a huge twist and I don't want to know until oh, I play it. It was such a mind F because... So we played it last year... I played it um, during the Christmas break. I was with my family. So what we normally do is that since my brother and I fly to visit my parents, we'll be the ones to play the games and stuff like that. And my little brother wanted me to play it. So while my brother and my dad were playing their own game, right. I was with my mom and my little brother and we were playing The Last Guardian. And I was playing it and my mom was so excited. My little brother was so intrigued by the story. He got even the centerpiece of... Um, um, the last guardian and when we got to the ending mm -hmm. my brother realized the twist my little brother realized the twist and he looked at me and he started crying oh my god it was my mom and I looked at each other and we were like wait what <laughs> like it was so bad but it was also so sad and it was just right. like mind screwing and i just oh loved God. it i 
Shadow of the Colossus, The Last Guardian, I think Shadow of the Colossus is a little bit better, but The Last Guardian, like you enjoy the character and, and you love the interaction between the, I don't even remember the name, um, the, the creature and the little boy, like it, it's such a nice interaction. Um, so I really enjoyed those two games. Yeah. I recommend it. I definitely want to play The Last Guardian. So I remember they were hyping it for like 20 years before it finally came out. Oh, it was good. like it was the other Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no, you know what the other Kingdom Hearts was? Final Fantasy VII, the remake. When are we getting it? When are we getting <laughs> it, Square Enix? We haven't yeah. had another trailer since that one. And you know what? I should have mentioned this when we were talking about Final Fantasy. I was watching that e i think it was an e3 it was either e3 or the playstation experience i was watching that that presentation when that trailer aired and there were rumors that they were going to remaster it right mm-hmm. and so i'm watching it live and they're showing the trailer and everyone's like wait a second this is a full motion video like wow they really put they put some effort into this trailer that's awesome and then like we're all chill like that's so cool look at cloud wow and then it got to the, and then it faded to black. And then the words remake faded in. And you could hear everyone go, what? In the <laughs> audience. And even I started like screaming. And I've never played it before. But I was excited about a remaster because I was going to buy it. And I was just like, oh my God. Remake. Yes. It's, it's just so funny. What is the um, title of the seventh one? Is it? It's just Final Fantasy to- Seven. It's not because there was a movie and it was. Oh, I think it, was, it was, uh, seven. Advent Children Advent Children. was the Children. Yeah. Yeah, that was like I, a weird sequel movie. It was a very interesting one. It was I, a very interesting movie. I watched Final Fantasy The Spirits Within and then mm. I watched Advent Children. I loved The Spirit Within. It, right. it felt so realistic. The first time I watched it, I was like, I am watching real people. But right. then you realize that it's computer generated yeah. and it's just like beautiful right i i think that's like a favorite yeah yeah have you watched it i've watched advent children because i think a voice actor i liked at the time was in it you should watch the spirits within it's it's really good i i personally think it's good i'll have to go back and watch it yeah um all right so we've talked about pokemon and then we started talking about final fantasy again (laughs) Uh, so uh another series that that kind of got me into gaming before back in the kingdom hearts days was sly cooper oh yes what a fun series of games i mean the first game was so infuriatingly hard for me because there were certain missions that i really struggled with and i could never beat it um, but the second, especially the second, once again, another series where the second game is like amazing. Mm-hmm. The second Sly Cooper game is incredible. And the third one was still good. It yeah. was still so good. Like Sucker Punch knocked it out of the park. And I haven't played the fourth game that they made. I wanted to. Um, I just keep forgetting to to check it out. Um, and I have, So I can't say how I feel about it or anything like that. But I love Sly Cooper. I love the world. I love the characters. Um, I love the art style of it. It's it's so much fun. Um, I mean, Sly, Bentley, and Murray are like <laughs> the best trio. The three best friends that anyone could have. Uh, yeah. And then I love them. um 
Carmelita Fox. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. I love uh, the voice actress they cast for the second and third games. I thought she was yeah. amazing. Um, I think they added to it too by giving her that little bit of like a Hispanic accent. I thought it was mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, a little bit better uh, than what they had her doing before. Um, but God, I, 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 and I, oh man, that romance shook I, them for life. It's so interesting because it's kind of like a flirty. It's not They're like so like they were so flirty as it went. Yeah, and then like they started saving each other. And like actually interacting and they had that whole bit. I forget which game it was in when um, they were locked up together mm-hmm. and they spent a lot of time together until he like escaped. And she was like, Cooper, like she yeah. always does. Um, <laughs> uh, and then when when the ending of the third game happens, you know, and and. And they're just there together. And then you find out he was just being sly. That was the greatest twist. I'm so surprised I didn't suspect it. And I remember when 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 Bentley sees it, he's just like, you sly fox. He said it. He said it. I, um, I love it. Sly Cooper is like one of the best. Yeah, I think. And just the progression of all the characters. I mean, first of all, you also had disabled main character, which for for kids is stunning. You don't see that in kids. You don't see Mm -hmm. that in games. Now you do. But like in a kid's game in the early 2000s, you have a character like lose the use of his legs and stay that way. They never fix it. But he builds himself the best wheelchair ever. Mm -hmm. Like. Oh my God, what an amazing, and it taught you a lot of really valuable lessons while also being fun and kind of like weirdly violent, but what a great series. Yes, I I completely agree. I I mean, that's another game like Kingdom Hearts that made me love playing video games. And of course I do have the Sly collection because. Oh, same. Of course I do. My friends used to actually come over to my apartment and watch me play it. Because I think they had a, as much fun watching the game as they did of me playing the game. Because I would get so mad. You know what? Like, it's so interesting because I sometimes enjoy just watching people play yeah. the game. Because it makes me feel like I'm watching a movie. And right. it's a lot of fun. And if you get a good person playing that game, yeah. the commentary is just incredible. Oh, yeah. And I, I enjoy that. Just sitting on the couch and just watching somebody play. It's like so Yeah, I love Let's sometimes. Plays. Yeah. But yeah, my friends used to just come over, sit on my bed and watch me play Sly Cooper. And <laughs> I thought that was the weirdest thing. Like, hey, you guys want to come over? I'm playing Sly Cooper. I'm like, hell yeah, we're coming over. <laughs> so I, I I, mean, what a what a really fun game series Sly Cooper was. Now I want to play Sly Cooper. Yeah, now we want to play so everything. It's so mindless. Like, I can just play that yeah. and have fun. And it's like a very um comic book-esque yeah, the, kind I of style to it. It's very cool. Like I when they really introduce the it. bad guys and stuff like that, and they give you a little bit of a snippet of it. Yep. Like uh, the bad guys are also so much fun. Yeah, and I loved watching like the graphics grow mm-hmm. as the games got bigger, and seeing how the characters' looks changed as the games moved on. So good, and the worlds yeah. too. Going to all the cities, uh, I loved um, Venice. That was fun. Oh yes, with the lion. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. um, I'm going to actually compile a couple of 
games together because I know that I took some off my list yeah so uh, I'm just gonna quick round these because I I think there's other ones that we really do want to talk about um Ratchet and Clank uh, like uh, the best duo ever I love them both um we have Crash Bandicoot that like a whole like that childhood memories right there um a vector man was one of my favorites my brother loves vector man um sonic adventures was a lot of fun uh, rayman was another one that i used to play a lot and again these are childhood games that i used to play um so those are in spyro like spyro is like the best dragon ever and spyro is just the best I dragon. love Spyro, and I'm so glad that they just have the another remaster, store. Or the remake yes. looks so good. The remake I, looks so good. I'm excited to play. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. Um, oh, and Echo the Dolphin. I, the story is a lot of fun. I love Echo. Yeah. Um, aside from those games that not a lot of people have heard probably of, um, I loved dead space Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like a horror type game gets your blood pumping the adrenaline (laughs) you you hear sounds and you don't know where they're coming from and it's like one of those no that's a game shannon can't play no no it's not for everyone um the way that i played it was with my brother Mm. and we would sit in the dark with the sound on like to yeah. to really high and we would just get jump scared after jump scare. It was a lot of fun. Um and then after Dead Space, let me just take a look at my list. I have Call of Duty. Um mm. only one of them that has a place in my heart. It's uh Modern Warfare 2. It has some of the best multiplayer <laughs> things. Um I'm a very competitive Yes, um, Call of Duty person, and I call the shots, and I like being in command. So it's a lot of fun to play it. My brothers don't seem to think so sometimes when I'm in a very competitive mood. Um, but when it comes to Call of Duty, Black Ops was a very big disappointment. I hated it. Um, and Battlefront. This, the first one for Star Wars was a lot of fun, and I still mm-hmm. play with my little brother some of the missions that are multiplayer. Right. Um, just because, like, we, <laughs> it's a lot of screaming. It's a lot of, like, oh, my God, I'm getting shot. Help me. Oh and it's a lot of strategy, so I really enjoy those. Yeah. What other games do you have? I think we have one in common at the moment. Oh, actually, two. Yeah, so I'll do a, a quick two and then talk about one. Um, so I'm going to put these two together because they are both, uh, they were small indie games that had a huge emotional impact, and those were Transistor mm-hmm. and Journey. Um, I cried playing both of them. Um, I still don't fully understand the story of Journey. I'm not sure you're, po- you're supposed to. But the idea of the fact that every time you play it, you can see the other people who are playing it mm-hmm. along with you uh, it is amazing. And I did play with a couple people while I was playing it. Um, there are moments that are unsettling and there are moments that are beautiful and compelling, all without any dialogue. Right. Without any uh, battles. 
Um, I mean, there were still those scary flying dragon things. And I did not like those. Um, but I mean, and the, the soundtrack is just all another beautiful score. And it's just such an amazing game. And it, it was just so simple, but so complex at the same time and just absolutely beautiful. And then how it ends and how it begins and how it begins like and how it ends. Is it like a big plot twist? No. Oh. It, it it's kind of it ends and you start again. Oh, interesting. that's what that's what I thought was so beautiful about it. Uh it's just it's it's just such a stunning game and I I'm I played it long after everybody else did, but it didn't have any less of an impact on me and I'm so glad I didn't like look into it before I played it. Right. Um, Cuz it it Getting to that ending and realizing what was happening, and it was just uh, awesome. And then finding out the fact that I, those people I had seen journeying with me were mm -hmm. actual other players was amazing. Um, and Transistor is an incredibly beautiful game, uh, and I love the art design of that more than almost any other game I've ever played. Very it's, neon, vibrant it's colors. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And uh, the soundtrack is really good again. Mm -hmm. And there's very little dialogue in it. Um, pretty much, Transistor is the only character that, that speaks. Yeah. Um, but Red is just at the same time still so compelling without having her voice. Uh, and the story i sobbed like a baby it's a tragic love story end. it's so tragic but at the same time so hopeful because then yeah you get to the end of the credits and and there they are yeah in the country um and uh, i love the character design so much i actually have this beautiful little figure um of red that i got at pax east Aww. a few years ago um, she's up in my room and I I really want to display her and I keep not doing it, but she's because her box is also beautiful. Um, but I I love Transistor so much and the ending still sticks with me uh, to this day. And the fact that you kept thinking it was over and then you would realize there was still more tragedy to come. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll never spoil the ending uh, because I didn't know how it ended and it gutted me. Um, because I, I really think everyone should play Transistor. Transistor and Journey mm -hmm. are games that everyone should play. Uh, and they are like, they're, they're, they're less indie now than they were then, but they are indie games and they are incredibly, I think, important games. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, but just both incredibly beautiful games. And uh, Transistor especially means a lot to me. I love Transistor. I'm so glad I bought it when I did because like, oh, my God. But also what a gut punch. Yeah, it was. Thanks for that, Transistor. <laughs> um, but I think uh, I think we should talk about a game that we both played. Let's talk about The Wolf Among Us, because I think there's a lot to say here. Um, first of all, uh, Wolf Among Us made me read fables and I love fables oh, Yeah, because um, it takes place before fables. Uh, I, and you can tell too, it's kind of got an eighties, uh, seven, late seventies, early, like mid eighties vibe. Mm -hmm. I like it. Um, and it's, it's interesting because then you go into fables and it's right after, uh, September 11th. So it, it definitely takes place in a different decade. 
Um, and they've kind of said this takes place before fables. And you can tell based on like the the if you read fables, you can tell based on the uh, relationships between characters that it's before the the main story. Um, Snow and Bigby. OTP for life. Um, they're great. And also they had some of the good like when she finds them on the ground. <laughs> She's like, that's one of the funniest scenes. <laughs> like, I mean, the game is incredibly glass him. Oh, yeah. Don't glass him. Do not. Um, but what a, it's so much fun. And the story is really interesting and compelling. The art was so fascinating, but it's a telltale game. It's dark. Too. Oh, it's dark. Well, yeah. Fables is incredibly dark. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. The story was compelling. And again, your decisions dictate how yeah. characters are going to end up. And yeah. it's really cool. The, the, real, the real tragedy of The Wolf Among Us is that Telltale had to lay off 250 people. Um, and my friend worked there. And it's really hard to be sad about never seeing the season two of a game that you were promised to see a season two of for four years when you're too busy being angry at how a company treated your friend mm -hmm. um, and the people she worked with. Luckily, she's able to she was able to get a new job fairly quickly, but there's still telltale people who need get, who need jobs. Um, and telltale was in one of the most expensive cities in the U.S. So. Um, as much as I love The Wolf Among Us, and as a set I am that we're not going to get a season two, Telltale is dead to me. Um, <laughs> I mean, they let them know on a Friday afternoon. No warning. Uh, Telltale screwed up. And um, a lot of people got hurt in the process. A lot of real people whose lives are affected yeah. by their decision. And so... I love The Wolf Among Us, and I'm I'm still gonna love it. I still think it's one of the greatest games I've ever played. And I'm upset that I'll never get a second one, but yo, no, devs need to do better. And that's my little soapbox for today. I love Big <laughs> B Wolf. Yes, <laughs> I love him. My disaster dog. I don't know if you have anything else to say about The Wolf Among Us. It's really good. I, uh you should play it, but again, I feel like they just, like, if you play it now, you're just going to be left with, like, oh, my God, what happens next? Yeah. I mean, like like the fans have for four years and will forever be. Yeah, so. But still, it's still worth I mean, and you can always jump ahead and read Fables, because I'm sure eventually it would have probably just led to near the beginning of Fables. Mm -hmm. So if you do want more, at least there's a, like a really long graphic novel series that you can read instead. And they are really good, and it is over. So like there is an end. It ended uh, a couple years ago, I think. I think it ended two years ago. But it's, it's, really it's really good, it's really beautiful, and the story is super mature and still Mysterious. really compelling. Yeah, yeah. very compelling. And, and yes, Snow and Big B do get it on <laughs> very much so very much so <laughs> anyway yeah listen people people wanted to know because they were f heavy he was heavy into her oh he was yeah. yeah so uh so i only have two series left and one of them we have in common so i don't know which direction you want to go in first 
Here she goes. I see it. I see it. We're going to do it. We're going to talk about it. Bioshock. Yeah. <laughs> Did Another I go one in the right left one? Me hanging yeah. Without more story, but still amazing. Uh, Big Daddy and Little Sister were like the most beautiful. That game was creepy. Duo. I know. Yeah. Hella creepy. I had to play Infinite. I had to play Infinite first to get used to the controls. I gave up. I played Bioshock before, like before anything else. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was spooky and weird, and I just and capitalist confusing at first. <laughs> I love the little sisters. Yeah, I am so excited to have a daughter so I can dress her up oh like a little sister. <laughs> uh, have you seen the cosplay? Like it's yeah. amazing. It's beautiful. I've cosplayed uh, infinite characters, though. No. Yes. Um, because Bioshock Infinite is one of my favorite games of all time. Another Troy Baker hit. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that was a, also another video game we didn't talk about, but like um, The Last of Us, where they had to fight to get Elizabeth on the cover. And mm-hmm. Elizabeth still ended up on the back cover. <laughs> like, that was really? as far as they could get with that. Um, that was also one of the first games I remember where like a female character played a massive role, like a huge role without being like, technically she's playable. Uh, you do a lot with her, but you do yeah. play Booker DeWitt, who I think is a, a, an incredibly compelling character. Just his name, Booker DeWitt. Booker like, DeWitt. Ugh, love it. He was a hot dad. <laughs> he was a hot dad um i still want to play uh burial at sea i find since i got the collection i can finally play the dlc um because i didn't want to buy it i didn't want to buy it but then they were like we're coming out with the collection they'll have everything i was like oh thank god mm-hmm. um <laughs> but infinite is one of my favorite games of all time i've cosplayed both elizabeth and booker i think the art of it is incredible and the way that it tied all the games together was wild that was buck yeah. like there is always a lighthouse oh my gosh well there's always a man and there's always a lighthouse. yes that's um, true and just that the ending oh my god andrea the ending of infinite though that was my you want to talk about a a, a mind f that's one <laughs> like holy crap sometimes i forget the ending and then I remember, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, Irrational did that. It's, it was did good. That it's not a game for everyone, though. No. So no. it's it's it, definitely like if you like games that like are hypercritical of like nationalism and and capitalism and all that good stuff. Well, it shocks not, for you. <laughs> not just that; it's just very grotesque too. Which one? In, like the first stuff. one? Because I didn't get uh, that vibe from Infinite, really. I mean, there not was some a lot bad from Infinite. Stuff. Yeah, not a lot from Infinite, but Bioshock. Infinite. Yes. Infinite. <laughs> Infinite. <laughs> There's another word Ooh, I can't when say. Andrea says words wrong. <laughs> Things. Yeah. No. The Bioshock uh, is definitely an unsettling game. Yes. And I mean, Bioshock Infinite had its unsettling moments. But it took so long to get to that, that like you thought it was going to be at least partial fun in games. Mm-hmm. But like Bioshock doesn't 
you're thrown right into like murder and death. <laughs> yeah. And creepy. Um, but yeah, I, man, Bioshock Infinite is one of my favorite games of all time. I have so much Bioshock Infinite crap. I love that game. For the longest time, that was the game I had the most merch for. I have a Skyhook. Oh, me too. I am looking yes. at it right now. I used it to yeah. cosplay a uh, book, yeah. which was fun. Um, not Elizabeth, though, because I already had to deal with my skirt. Oh, um, yeah. That, Elizabeth is one of my favorite cosplays. I did um, the beginning of the game, Elizabeth, with the light blue skirt and the blouse. Mm-hmm. My my friend does uh, cropped hair, Elizabeth, and she's amazing. She has the full skirt and everything. Oh, we had to I take a it. cab to New York Comic Con because she wasn't. There was no way she was going to get through through a turnstile with that <laughs> on the subway. But yeah, love it. I love it. Um, All right. Do I you want to go with? Yeah, just go yeah, with yours. First. I have one series left. Um, Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed is the game that got me back hardcore into gaming on like playstation 3 anyway um the first game you know super repetitive because obviously it was made in like 2006 and released in 2007 like as long but um altair is great um and now now look at cass he's on the expanse (laughs) um so many expanse people are in assassin's creed games um i love uh like the Ezio trilogy is amazing but everyone says that uh assassin's creed black flag is probably my assassin's creed 2 and assassin's creed black flag are my favorite ones um i had the most fun playing those um right now i'm finally playing unity because i have unity and syndicate but i really i really just want to play origins and odyssey because guys assassin's creed is back (laughs) assassin's creed is back um but yeah, I think, uh, you know, Ubisoft, they, they've made a lot of really great games over the years. But I think the one that like still has some some story to be told in it is Assassin's Creed because uh, it deals with like different historical time periods. So they have like a plethora of stories they can tell. Um, I wish they would be a little more diverse in yeah. uh which continent they tell stories on um and uh yes you can choose to play a woman in odyssey but i still it would be great to have a main game that's just headed by a woman uh i love liberation but liberation was a side game and assassin's creed odyssey you can only choose to play a woman so I think, you know, Ubisoft Hill still has some leaps and bounds to make in that because, I mean, I've been playing Assassin's Creed a very long time and I every time the new game is announced, everyone knows what's going to happen, but people still want to see more. They want to see more from Ubisoft, but they still make some solid games. But the new Assassin's Creed, you get the choice to be That's what the I said. female. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't... That gives guys an out. And the idea is like, I've had to play male characters my whole life and I've never complained. You know, I, I don't understand mm-hmm. why it's so hard. Like it's, it's most guys will play female characters. That's the thing. Most guys will. But developers still act like they won't. <laughs> like, come on, guys. It's 2018. Well, you have Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, yeah. 
But I, the thing is that I'm talking about a series, like a, a oh for sure, a cornerstone series, a cornerstone of gaming. Uh, Assassin's Creed is like a storied franchise that people love, mm-hmm. and Ubisoft can take the risk. I mean, they've taken risks before. It's just kind of frustrating that they finally make a female assassin in a main game, and she's not the assassin. Right. Like it's just like, come on, guys. And this, I said the same thing when Syndicate came out. Because everyone's like, ooh, you can play as Evie, right? Or whatever her name is. And I was like, that's amazing. And they're like, for 20 minutes. I was like, oh, come on now. <laughs> so no. I don't know. I love Assassin's Creed, though. Like, obviously, I'll still play them. I just, I want more from them. Right. Like, they, they, they have had a diversity issue in the past. Where, like, you know, most of the games are European characters or takes place in Europe. Uh, or are white characters and you want more from them and you want strong games from like you know we did have a native american hero in assassin's creed 3 but everyone hated that game for some reason they didn't like connor i liked connor i thought he was fine but you know i just want more from them they got the money they can take the risk i'm excited for their game skull and bones though oh yeah skull and bones yeah, I, I I love Assassin's Creed, man. I I mean, even if the game is like meh, I'll still play it because I love killing people. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. So, um, really quickly, two other games: Portal, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters are so interesting. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's about puzzles, and it's it's. And an angry There's... computer. Pardon? And an angry computer. And an angry computer. Glados. So you got GLaDOS and you got Wheatley, and those are so much fun. They're really funny. Uh, Wheatley is a lot of fun. Um, so it's very mysterious, a lot of fun, not too hard to play. Um, and then Infamous. Um, infamous... Um, very good the first one the second one and then you have second son such interesting stories by sucker punch um Mm -hmm. so i also recommend that one the story is fantastic um the characters are so interesting and cole is one of my favorite characters um but this is another one where it's like you can either choose good path or a dark side, a dark path. And it's so interesting because I built my character mm-hmm. on good, on the good side. And all of a sudden, like two months later, I go and to, to see my progress. Cause I wanted to finish a hundred percent the game. And I noticed that my character is a full dark side. <sighs> and I'm like, Oh, what just happened? My little brother had oh, no. been playing the game and killing everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so funny. Take a chill like, pill, man. He was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, but I knew he did. It was really funny. Um, so Infamous is another one that it's a gut punch in some areas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do you have anything else? I I think we talked about what we want to play and looking forward to um already. I, mean, I didn't really. Well, I talked about Spyro. Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out. Um, Tomb Raider 3 I want to play. Andromeda I want to play. Horizon Zero Dawn I want to play. The Last of Us 2 is one that you're also hyped about. 
Um, what is AC? I don't remember. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to play Assassin's Creed. Oh dear lord. But yeah, those are the ones that I'm looking forward to or want to play. Um, when it comes to what I'm playing now, Star Wars: The Old Republic, um, Overwatch. I'm I'm still I still suck at Overwatch though. I mean, I do too, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, League Kingdom Hearts Two. I want to play it before the third one comes right. out, and then obviously like Star Wars Commander because yeah. you know always. Um, what about you, Shannon? Well, obviously, uh, I really want to play Kingdom Hearts Three. <laughs> finally it's been so many lifetimes mm-hmm. um i too horizon zero dawn i have it but i haven't played it i also have song of the sea and i haven't played it um uh the two newest assassin's creed games uh, i want to play both red dead redemptions because i haven't played either uh anthem i'm really excited about i'm excited to see something new from bioware detroit uh become human i still haven't played it i still want to play it spyro uh, I want to play Wolfenstein so I can kill some Nazis. And um, <laughs> I guess I want to play Death Stranding. I mostly just want to know what it is. I Hideo Kojima-san? What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this game? I feel like every trailer I watch leads me further away from understanding what it is. I feel like that's not what a trailer is supposed to do. What was that other game that was like crazy and it was a horror game, but then it got canceled and so it was, was it also Silent Hill. I was it. I think si- it was no. Silent Hill because it was uh, it was also Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, my God. And that looks so weird. And it got canceled because he was like having like an issue at Konami. And now mm. he's on his own. He can make whatever weird games he wants to make. Oh, that the I remember the when he was free. Was crazy. Oh yeah, that was huge. Hideo was free. Like I think me and my friends were all texting each other, like he's free. And then Death Stranding trailer came out. We were all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is what was he, he on? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, whatever that is, I can't wait to find out what that is. Um, and right now I'm pretty much I'm playing Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, I'm like a good chunk of the way through Prey, which is another arcane game that I love a lot. But I just I put it down um, and Overwatch whenever I have the energy to get screamed at by prepubescent boys in game chat. Because, man. They love to scream into their microphones. Oh, yes. And, and also angry men. I, Guys, it's okay. It's a video game. You're it's gonna not be just a video game. What? Caden is not just a video game. I'm talking about Overwatch. Oh, that's true. Like, your life ain't gonna change if you play PlayStation Overwatch, because Overwatch League is on PC. You ain't gonna oh. make pro. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you should see the way I play. It's like close my eyes. <laughs> well, Jesus, you're on PC, man. You can uh, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and so that's it for us today. Uh, a lot of good game talk. We love video games. Feel free to talk to us about video games because uh, we love them. If you want to talk Ooh. about that news that that place that Sony's probably not going to be at E3 next year, we can talk about that. That's pretty buck wild, right? Anyway, uh, send us your feedback. 
Uh, do you want to talk about video games? I know I just asked you. That's what I'm going to ask you again. Do you want to play video games? Do you like playing video games? Do you have opinions about video games that you want to send to us? Which you, games do you like? Which ones yeah. do you don't like? Which games do you like? Which games on our list disappointed you? Right? Which game? How how does Death Stranding make you feel uh, when you watch the trailers? Just so you can shoot us an email at uh, it's fangirl confessional at randomchatter.com. I think FGC at, at randomchatter.com is also available if that's a, a little easier for you to type. Uh, you can also email the network at randomchatter at randomchatter.com. You can also find us online and talk about video games, movies, TV shows, anything and everything. Um, you can follow I us. I only want to talk about Death Stranding. Well, don't follow Shannon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you can follow the network at randomchatter.com. Okay. Randomchatter.com. <laughs> you can follow Random Chatter on Twitter at Random Chatter. Um, that's where they post some polls. They um, post when our episodes are up. You can also find our hosts, Shannon. Where can everybody find you and Liz? Well, you can find me almost anywhere at Shank Beezy. And give me a second, because it's going to take me a second to, to think about what Lizzie's new Twitter handle is. So it's supposed to be the wonderful thing about Lizzie. So that would be T-W-T-A Lizzie? <laughs> I think. I think that's it. It's. Oh, I don't Was know. I right? E W. Okay, we're gonna have to cut this. Let's Hold on, no, 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 again. we're keeping it. She needs to hear how horrible <laughs> we are remembering her new Twitter handle. She, listen, she changed it. Oh, it's T W T about Lizzie. Lizzie, T-W-T- come on, I was so close. Why do you have to change it? <laughs> I was so, okay. So you can find Lizzie at T W T about Lizzie because she changed her Twitter handle, as I just let you know. And that's also where you can find her on Instagram. Yes. You can also find me at Cats Bears on Twitter. It's K A T Z B E A R Z. And you can also find me on Instagram. I post a lot of funny things there um, and very colorful things there. Um, not in a bad way, in a good way. Um, That's true. Andrea.crdm. Unfortunately, no, until I see Norman Reedus. After that, we can talk. <laughs> My Twitter um, is normal. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find Random Chatter on Instagram at Random Chatter. And don't forget to visit randomchatter.com for many other podcasts. We have such an incredible set of hosts that do so much they they love to make you laugh they have the weirdest topics sometimes um and also follow them give them some love and if you want to have one of the hosts be in our show let us know and then we'll have them in even if they're boys (laughs) all are welcome exactly just because we're called fangirl confessional doesn't mean we can be inclusive exactly it's a safe space yes uh, so the network, you know, we have a lot of people here, as Andrea just said, and everybody does amazing work, but there is some stuff that we still need help with. And that's the running of our network and the upkeep of our website, et cetera, et cetera. And for that, we do have a Patreon account. Uh, if you 
check out our page. It's uh, patreon.com slash random chatter. You can check out our tiers of uh, donorship. And the lowest tier is $1. You can actually get a ton with that dollar. For the price of one whole dollar a month, uh, you can join our Discord server. Well, you can join it for free, my friend. You can get uh, a taste of what we do on the Discord uh, by heading there, heading to our Discord. And there you'll find uh, our main lobby and all of our show channels are wide open for uh, all of our listeners to check out, to talk to the host, to talk to our other listeners, et cetera, et cetera. However, if you do donate that low, low, low price of $1 a month, you get access to our full Discord server, our full discount service, service, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our whole Discord server. Uh, we have all kinds of channels there uh, for all kinds of shows, Arrow, The Flash, Star Wars. Uh, we've got a, a video game channel. There's a fun thing that people do where they show off uh, some cool new thing they got every Wednesday, like a little collectibles show thing. Um, there's like a health and fitness channel. There's all kinds of channels where you can join our hosts and other listeners to talk about whatever you want. And it's super fun. And you could literally talk about anything you want. It's great. Um, you, you can find out more about that by heading to our website, randomchatter.com. Uh, but if you want to support us on Patreon, you can head to patreon.com slash randomchatter. However, if you'd like to support the show but do not want to or can't afford to, like, you know, support us financially, that's totally cool. There is an amazing and awesome way you can still support us, which is telling your friends about the, the network, telling your friends about our shows, telling about our show, uh, heading to iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, and leaving a review or a rating for not only our show, but your other favorite shows on the network. There's nothing more important to a show than getting more listeners to that show. And the only way to do that is to let more people know about us and to let people know what you think of our show. So honestly, all support is super appreciated and super accepted. And that about wraps it up for Fangirl Confessional and Video Games. This is Shannon and Andrea signing off.